0: Do. Amen. Today, we want to launch into just a, 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 a quick series, a quick hit. This is a quick hit. We're going to launch into a series today. I'm calling it Prepare. I want us to prepare the way. Listen, Easter's coming up two weeks from today and, 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 and in houses of worship all across the world. I'm telling you, it's the largest attended weekend on the calendar year. Amen. And so I believe that there's some prep work that ought to take place. You know that when you prepare something, that word preparation means to get ready for. It means to go through some actions or processes in order to get ready to present something to someone or to experience something in return. We're in preparation mode. This is tax season. Some of you have taken a bunch of stuff to some people that, let's just be honest, are a lot smarter than us. Aren't you thankful for CPAs? Come on, where are you at in this house, amen? But I took, we, took a, we took truckloads of stuff from the Brown home and we dumped it on their desk and said, good luck with that. Just let us know how much we need to pay again, right? Taxes are being prepared, you know? We know that there are sports teams that prepare, Spring training is happening right now. Uh, And and, and there are baseball teams in Arizona and Florida that are are getting ready for the season. They're going through training. They're preparing. Now listen, spring training is not their goal. October is their goal in something called the World Series, right? And as we all watched last night, my beloved North Carolina Tar Heels have been preparing all season for Monday night. A moment like this. One shining moment. All my Duke fans are mad at me right now and they're cursing at their television screen. Teams prepare. We know that you guys like to prepare meals. When you invite somebody to your house, most of you don't just throw something together. You don't order from Sonic. and No, no, you prepare a meal. We know that some of you order boxes of food that somebody from some other place sends to you and they come with Preparation instructions. And if you will follow these instructions to prepare, I'm telling your friends that eat it all, they're gonna be blown away with your culinary creativity. Right? We know that brides, I started to say brides and grooms prepare for their wedding day, but let's just be real. Dudes don't think about the wedding until we show up. We don't, but you women do, do you not? You prepare. For months upon months and months, right? I was looking up the statistics. If you have a wedding in Texas this year, it's going to cost on average $30,200. For those of you that are getting married in Arizona, it's $29,400. That's what the research says. It's a little bit cheaper to get married there. But brides prepare. Dudes don't think about it until the door's open and there she is. And don't they look good? Wow. But we, don't, but we prepare for that you sacrifice financially to get ready for that. And then your parents continue to pay 10, 20 years after the event for what they took place, right? We prepare. Have you ever thought about Easter? Have you ever thought about what God wants to do Easter weekend? And please hear my heart. He doesn't just show up and work on Easter. He works the other 51 weeks out of the year as well, whenever we're you know, going through, but, but have you ever thought about, is there any prep work that needs to happen for move of God? Just as you prepared this morning to come to church and you look great, by the way, you guys look a lot better than the nine 30 crowd. By the way. You smell good. You just, you smell delicious, but you prepare for hours to look right. Some of you didn't prepare quite as long as others and we can tell, but, but you prepare. Have you ever thought about preparing The way for God to show up and move. So what I want us to talk about over the next few weeks, because I believe that God wants to do something. Listen, 1910 Church is all about building the kingdom of God. And here's what I was reminded of this week. Listen, in, in order for me to speak about the Holy Spirit on Sunday, I need to be meeting and spending time with him throughout the week. I need to prepare myself for what he wants to do in this moment. Are you with me today? And as I think about why this church exists, listen, we have been sent here to prepare the We've been sent here to tell people about Jesus and the difference he can make in their lives. And we've been called to make disciples. We're to go to the ends of the earth. And with that, by the way, I just got to share this with you. And, and I said this to our creative team, I think late Friday afternoon or whatever. But I want you to know through your faithful giving, you are actually doing that. You see, we can become we can just think that all that we're doing is what we see happening in this room. But I want you to know through your faithful giving, you are literally telling people about Jesus to the ends of the earth. Many of you know that we have a couple of pastors that we support in, in, in Indonesia. Indonesia is the largest Muslim country in the world. And I want you to know that we have, because of your faithfulness and giving, have actually been able to do something pretty incredible. One of our pastors there goes out to some remote islands to the UPGs, we call those unreached people groups. And we have been uh, uh, given an opportunity to build a church in an area where there's no church that exists. That's hard for us because we've got a church on every corner. We're surrounded even here on Sisterdale with churches on every direction from us, right? But, but, but we are building a church. In fact, I have a video I think I want to show you of them laying the foundation. Can we show that real quick? They're laying the foundation. Tell you what, this is... OSHA, this does not meet OSHA requirements, does it not? But these guys are built. This is on the island of Buru. Buru. Unreached people groups. You don't need to hear what they're saying because you can't understand it. But here's, here's what the... the Stamey goes to these islands to, to, to minister to people. And, and he went to this island. And what we would call the mayor of this village said, Hey, listen, would you build a church in our, in our community? We will give you the land if you will build the building. So Stamy presented that to us, and and I said, well, Stamey, listen, that sounds really good, but I've been in third world countries where people say one thing, but they do the opposite. Let's just be real. That happens in first world countries too, right? We say one thing, but do the opposite. Ricky, you know I'm preaching now, right? Anyway... (laughs) Stamey, here's the deal. I need you to get the deed to this property. I need autographs. I need signatures. I won't be able to read what it says, but I need proof that they are really going to give you this piece of property. He got it. I said, Stamy. okay, great. It's good for us to be able to have land and to build a building, but Stamy, that church is going to need a pastor, somebody that can minister to them on a daily basis because the Spirit doesn't just show up on Sundays, but what about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Stamey, we need a pastor there. You can't get in a boat and keep going and search. So he found a pastor. In fact, I think we have their picture too. I want you to see them. This is Pastor Keith Luhulima. Pastor Keith and, and his family. Look at them. Aren't they beautiful? Man, we need to rock those. That's a batik. That shirt is the batik. Their materials batik. There's, look at that little baby. She's like mom. That's awesome. This Pastor Keith. Pastor Keith is a pastor. who's going to be pastoring in this this village where we're building a church building, guys. For four thousand U.S. dollars, four thousand bucks. We don't even need to pray about that, do we? I mean, we did, but seriously, to build a building, a place of worship in the largest Muslim country in the world, I want to say thank you for being a church that gets that, about building the kingdom of God. See, we can be so consumed about, what's it have to benefit us? No, no, this is not about us. Just, it's, it's about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not brick and mortar. It's people, it's souls. And I'm just thankful that I'm a part of a church that gets that, that understands that. Preparing the way. We're laying the groundwork. We're preparing for a move of God. What does that look like for 1910? Easter's coming. And how can we prepare and get ready? The prophet Isaiah in chapter 40 uh, encourages the people to get ready. Something you need to understand, the first 39 chapters of Isaiah, it's doom and gloom, and it's about God's judgment. But in chapter 40, the prophet shifts gears a little bit, and he begins to speak about the majesty of God and the deliverer that would come and and change things. Now, this still wouldn't happen for the, 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 the fall of their city would be 100 years after these words I'm about to read you with you, and then there'd be another 70 years of exile in which they would be driven out from their homeland. It would be a long time, but yet the prophet Isaiah speaks of one that would come and set people free. Come on, how many of you know that God still sets people free? Amen. Look what he says in in chapter 40, verse 3. He says, listen, Isaiah says, it's the voice of someone shouting, clear the way through the wilderness for the Lord. Make a straight highway through the wasteland for our God. Fill in the valleys, level the mountains and hills, straighten the curves, and smooth out the rough places. Then the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all people will see it together. The Lord has spoken. Make a straight highway. Some translations say prepare the way for the Lord. Through the wasteland. And there'll be trials and tribulations. We just finished a series talking about how none of us are immune from the curveballs and the difficulties of life. But yet Isaiah, in the midst of doom and gloom, is wanting the people to be encouraged. Hey, listen, there is one that will come. There is a move of God that is coming. You need to get ready for it. Hey, 19, come on. There is a move of God happening. And we need to prepare right now. We need to get ready for it. Are you? Are you ready to prepare a way? Are you ready to make straight the highway for this move of God? We need to get ready for what he wants to do. Isaiah said, hey, guys, we need to roll out the red carpet for Jesus. What does that look like? You ever thought about that? Listen, there are some things, some some practical things that I think of when I think about rolling out the red carpet for Jesus. And by the way, we we do love first time guests here at nineteen ten. Thank you for coming today, and I pray that you've been greeted and received well, and, and 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 shown around. Anybody not greeted well today, let me see your hands, and I'm under the name of the usher that. No, I'm just kidding. We, 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 we want to roll out. Listen, we want to roll out the red carpet for people to experience Jesus. Are you with me today? What, what, what does that look like for us practically at 19th? And real quick before Easter. First of all, I want to encourage you to think about serving somewhere Easter weekend. Yes. Listen, there's so many opportunities. I want to encourage you to sign up to serve today. I met a young lady today after the first service. She's been here for five weeks. And she said, hey, I just want to meet you. I've never met you. Been coming for five weeks. And check this out. I just went and signed up to serve Easter weekend at 19th. Praise God for that. Praise God for that. I want to encourage you to sign up to serve somewhere. Man, we need people to be a part of this. And I'm telling you, you're going to like it. Church is much more fun. I started to say much more better, but that is not proper English. Church is more fun when you serve. Come on, man, you are wired to give yourself away, you are wired to help other people. Sign up to serve. Hey, 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 what about inviting someone? You ever thought about an opportunity? You ever thought about inviting people to come to church with you? That is so scandalous. You, you invite people to all sorts of things. Hey, you come watch my kid play soccer. Hey, will you come sit in the misery of a middle school band concert? I mean, just, Tim, am I talking? You don't know. You know. Um, we love to invite people to things that we really believe in, Right. You find a good restaurant, you, you, you find a great movie, whatever, you, you have a great experience. You invite, I want you to come and experience that. Come on. I wonder if we believe enough in this house, that God's at work and doing something, we would invite people to come. Hey, what about praying for people? Not praying on people, but praying for people. Are you with me there? Do you pray for people? Do you pray, do you pray for lost people? Oh, come on now. Don't you be lying to a preacher this morning and people on the internet are watching right now. Do you pray for lost people? Now listen, I'm not talking about, hey God, you know, God, I pray for people to come to know you as Lord and Savior versus, hey God, I'm praying for Esteban to come to know Jesus. God, I'm praying for Mike to come to know the Lord. Do you pray for a person by name that they might experience the same love of Jesus that you know of? They tell us that we know on average five people on a first name basis. You don't need to look up Wikipedia for lost people and find them. No, you know them already. You know somebody that if they were to breathe their last breath, would spend an eternity separated from God in a place called hell. And can I just tell you something? Hell was not created for people. Hell was created for the devil. (laughs) Not people. God doesn't send people to hell. People send themselves there. For refusing to receive this free gift of love demonstrated to us by Jesus Christ on the cross. Amen. Come on, somebody. But do you pray for lost people? Do you invite, them? hey, today I'm going to say something. You're going to get an invite card in a few minutes when you leave this place. I hope you'll take an invite card. Do you think this might pique somebody's interest? If I get, if I get this, you know what, I'm going, to, I'm going to scan that. And by the way, you know what this says? 1910 is doing Easter in the Bahamas. Anyone who shows up gets a free ticket. It doesn't say that. I promise that's a lie. That is a lie. That is not true. It's not true. But would you invite someone? It's really simple. Listen, I'm not asking you to carry around your Bible with you and preach the Roman road to salvation, although there is a time and place for that. But I'm just wondering, maybe just our preparing the way is simply to say, hey, bro, listen. Wash your hair, brush your teeth. Just hit it. You know, I'm, I don't know. Leave it somewhere for a server. You're going to leave a, at least a 20% tip today when you go eat somewhere. By the way, we need to tip well on Sundays, right? Church people, the worst tippers in the world. But, but we're also going to just leave a card. It just screams, Easter lilies. An empty tomb. I'm telling you, it's going to be worth it, though. What are we doing to prepare the way? There was a group of crazy people here for about three or four hours yesterday, preparing this campus physically. Yeah. We're repairing broken things. We're turning over mulch. Where's, Jessica, are you here? Where's my mulch team? Right, Jessica, right there, Jessica. I met Jessica yesterday. She helped me with the playground mulch. Telling you what, man, if you've not seen, you need to go look at it. We did a great job with that, didn't we not? <laughs> turning that mess over, and Alice is awesome. Jessica, by the way, shared an incredible testimony with me from last Sunday's sermon. So Jessica, thank you for letting me hang out with you for about three hours yesterday. I'm sore. I hurt so bad today. It's ridiculous. Anyway, serving's good, but we got this campus ready. What will we do to prepare the way? Isaiah spoke of and, and foretold of one that would come. And he told the people, get ready for it. The prophet Malachi was the last voice of God, last prophet that God used. And then there was 400 years after he spoke of this. no word from heaven, no prophet coming to speak, no one instructing the people. What should we do now? Can you imagine? Listen, we freaked out with being closed physically on this campus for 17 weeks, right? And, and, and by the way, somebody posted on social media, can I just, somebody posted on social media that, you know, that uh, I asked them, hey, when was the time your family was thrown a curveball and, and, and somebody alluded to the time in which we shut our building down? Hey, 1910 never shut down during the pandemic. We just did church creatively in different ways. But we continued to preach and teach and, 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 and videoed sermons and counseled people, did live stuff. We just didn't meet physically, but, but we still met and encouraged people and, and we grew, right? I know that churches that were closed physically, but students still getting saved in various parts of the country, even in the midst of what the enemy thought he would do to stop it. He didn't stop the church. But can you imagine 400 years of silence, And we pick up a story about somebody else who was a preparer of the way. He was not the way. He was someone that prepared the way for what Isaiah had spoken of so many hundreds of years earlier. In Mark chapter 1, we read these words. This is the good news about Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God. I began just, uh, uh, it began just as the prophet Isaiah had written and hear those words we just looked at in 40. Look, I'm sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. He is a voice shouting in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord's coming. Clear the road for him, right? This messenger was who? John the Baptist. John the Baptist. Keep in mind, John the Baptist is not the way, but he prepared the way. He was in the wilderness and he preached that people should be baptized to show that they had repented of their sins and turned to God to be forgiven. All of Judea, including all the people of Jerusalem, went out to see and hear John. People were leaving houses of worship in Jerusalem to go out into the wilderness to hear this man preach. And when they confessed their sins, he baptized them in the Jordan River. His clothes, oh, he didn't spend much time preparing for church, did he? His clothes were woven from coarse camel hair. Coarse camel, it wasn't even the finest camel hair of the day it was coarse coarse camel hair and were uh he wore a leather belt around his waist oh culinary delight he ate locusts and wild honey i like that theatrical music thanks zach that means it's i need to get going john announced someone is coming soon he's greater than i am you hear that humility john knows he's not the answer he, he, he's not what people need But he's gonna point them to who they need That's you as well You're not the answer for people, but you know the answer Will you point them? He's greater than I am so much greater than I am I'm not worthy to stoop down like a slave and untie the straps of his sandals. Oh, I baptize you with water. Oh But he's gonna baptize you with the Holy Spirit John was simply creating an opportunity. John was simply preparing the way for one who would come and change their lives. The long-awaited Messiah, the one that would be their deliverer, the one that Isaiah said would come and set them free, John is now preaching and preparing the way for him to come, creating opportunities people to repent of their sins. That word repent means to to turn and stop and to move the opposite direction, to to confess and, and to be baptized, right? John is giving them an opportunity. He's preparing the way for Jesus to come in and do what only Jesus can do. He's trying to help people. I wonder, how are you helping those around you? To welcome Jesus. What what, what, what what are you doing so, so that other people get a, get a picture as to who he is? And, and, and what are you doing right now to, to get ready so that other people can uh, taste and see that the Lord is good? Just wondering what we'll do. How will we roll out the red carpet for Jesus to come and do what he wants to do Not just Easter weekend, but every weekend, how are we preparing the way? People were curious about this guy, John the Baptist. His message was different. His wardrobe and diet was different, right? Listen, I I love that. Jesus is, there was a curiosity in the people in Jerusalem says they would leave and go out and and listen to this guy. Curiosity. Hey, is there anything that screams curiosity any more than that? What the heck? Just wondering what we will do to give people an opportunity to experience Jesus. Check this out. It's not just about other people, but it's about us as well. see, there's a work that needs to happen in your life today also so that you not miss what Jesus wants. Listen, there is a preparing in your life that you need to do in order to truly experience all that Jesus has for you quickly. And then there's some things that John was preaching. You need to give up your selfish way of living. Come on. Am I talking to anybody that that's a struggle? Come on. We all could have sang the song that Frank Sinatra made popular about doing it my way. We do that our way, don't we? We want life our way. They better sing the songs that I like. You better get me out on time because I got brunch reservations. We still got about five minutes hanging there with me. You know, we need a selfish way of living. Jesus says in Luke chapter nine, verse 23, Zach, I was reminded of this in that second song we sang today. Jesus says, if any man would come after me, he must deny himself. Take up his cross daily and follow me. I've got to deny myself in order to follow Jesus. Absolutely. There cannot be two hefes. There's one. There's got to be one master. Who's yours? I got to renounce my sins. That's what John was preaching. Repent of your sins. Get rid of those things. Come on. Hey, what is it in your life? And I ask you, Earth, what is it that might be hindering a full move of God in your life? It's called sin. Sin is anything that is a part of us that hurts the heart of God. Anything that this, he, he despises. Lying and cheating, gossip, slander, pornography, adultery. I mean, all those things that we know that God doesn't want in our lives. What is it in yours that maybe you need to get rid of today? Seeking God's forgiveness. (laughs) Scripture says, if we confess our sins, he might forgive us of those. Not how the Bible reads, is it, Shelley? No. It says, "If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins." See, so you might have walked in here today carrying a load of weight of sin and shame and just burdened with it. I'm just telling you right there. I'm glad you're here because there is a sin forgiver present today, and He wants to take that from you. If you'll just confess that, just let Him know. Preparing the way also means that I believe God's word and I'm going to be obedient to the things it says. Hey, listen, does your conduct, the way you live your life, does that prepare the way for Jesus to enter someone else's life? Wow. Well, I think maybe one of the greatest hindrance to people saying yes to Jesus is, well, maybe us. Because our lives don't look any different. We don't act different. I, I, I love in Acts that the apostles were known. They were ordinary, unschooled, untrained men, but they were known as men that had been with Jesus. Would you be accused of that? Would somebody accuse you of that? Oh, oh, here they come. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, Sydney has been with Jesus. It on her look at her face, she just radiates, she glows. I'm telling you, if you hang out with Sydney's, when she opens her mouth and begins to speak, you're gonna know that that's the woman woo, that is put in time with Jesus. How about you, Doug, do you ever be confused? Listen, I've been called a lot of names in my life, especially recently. Would you be known as somebody? Oh, there's a man that's been with Jesus. See, our conduct, the way we live our lives prepares the way of Jesus. Can we make Jesus attractive? A part of preparing the way, rolling out the red carpet for others, guys, is the way we live our lives. Come on. Do they want what you have? Well, stand up with me. I told you we were going to do this, and we are going to do this. I'd be a liar if we didn't. Listen, I just want to, Zach's going to pray. Zach, can we, we sing a song that sings, set a fire down in my soul. And I just want to ask our ministry team to go ahead and make themselves available. We're going to pray over your needs today for however long that takes. But before we get there, I just want to open up the front of this room today for us to let God do a work in us. Maybe there is something you need to confess today. Maybe there's there's an individual's name right now that the Holy Spirit is bringing to your mind as that sings that song, Set a Fire. Maybe there's a word, a a name of someone that that God is bringing to your mind right now that you need to begin to pray for their salvation. Hey, what is it that God wants to do through you to, to roll out the red carpet? How are you preparing the way? Hey, is there some sin confession? Let's go. Let's not miss out. Zach, sing it. Set a fire in my soul. Light us ablaze, Father. Set a fire. Come on, don't miss what the Holy Spirit wants to do in your life right now. Lord, we want to prepare the way for your move. You're doing a great work, God. Set a fire God, we want to roll out the red carpet. That God, we want to be used by you. We want to be a conduit. I want more, you God. I want more,
1: you How do you want to work through us, God.
0: Father? What do you want to do in our lives, God? How can we be a part of Team Jesus? Getting ready to receive folks on this I campus, God. God, how can our lives be a mirror and a reflection as the difference you make in someone's life? God, what do you want to do in us in this moment? God, what is it in my life that's hindering a full move of you right now? I confess that. I get rid of that, God. God, if I get rid of something, would you replace it with something of you? Something greater, something more than I could ever dream or imagine? I want more of you. Let's go church. Set a fire. Set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain and I can't control. I want more of you, God. I want more. Do you really sing it? Set a fire. Father our prayer is this God we want to build your kingdom and God we thank you that in your divine plan you call us broken flawed jacked up individuals you call us to be a part of what you want to do here on earth God, just as John knew that he wasn't the way, he wasn't the Bible answer man, he could not save anyone. God, he simply put himself out there to prepare the way to be used by you. God, I'm praying that today for every one of us that are watching or listening to this message. That as we leave this place, as we leave our homes, as we go to school, as we go to work, as we hang out on ball fields, God, as we walk through places of business and H-E-B, God, may we be a conduit for the Holy Spirit of God to work. May other people look at our lives and see Jesus. The way, the truth, and the life. So God, as we leave here today we leave with an excitement knowing that we are carpet rollers (laughs) we are ushers we get to usher people into the presence of God we're creating an environment we're giving them an opportunity to come face to face with the one who can transform their lives and may you receive all the glory, honor and praise today as you leave here you're going to get an invite card as people are leaving, maybe here today, the Holy Spirit of God is directing you to come down and share with someone, hey, I need Jesus to come into my life. Maybe you just want to sit and soak for a few minutes in this room so that the Holy Spirit of God continue to have His way. Whatever it is, obey the Spirit promptly. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.